Hey mamas, welcome to the Valor and Virtue podcast. I am your host, Inkiru, and today I want to discuss something with you that I was really hesitant to talk about. But with some encouragement, or a lot of encouragement, I decided to discuss this topic. So if you're currently pregnant or hoping to be pregnant in the future, stick around for a little bit. I really hope you'll be encouraged. So one of the main reasons why I was hesitant to discuss this topic I'm going to introduce is because as I mentioned in the welcome episode, my intention with this podcast is not to make it about me. I really want new and expecting mamas to use this as a point of encouragement and hopefully feel stronger, braver, and empowered as a result of it and using other moms' experiences to uplift us all. So I just didn't feel comfortable with the with introducing this topic and episode with my story. But after speaking to my voice of reason, aka my husband, he asked me, how are others going to feel comfortable sharing their story if you don't start with yours? Of course, after hearing that, first I thought, oh shoot, he's right. <laughs> Secondly, I thought, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath pray and get real and personal with you guys right off the bat and share my labor and delivery story. So if you have a little bit of time getting stuff done around the house or driving to your next errand, stay for a little while as I share my story. I had planned to have a birth center birth with midwives and was also praying that I would have a quick and painless labor and smooth and healthy birth. Yes, I prayed for that every day of my pregnancy. Now, being that the birth center was 25 minutes away from my house without traffic, I thought if I truly believe that God is going to answer my prayer to have a quick labor, I better rethink my birth plan. So at 36 weeks, my husband Matthew and I decided to have a home birth. Being an avid researcher, especially when it comes to the topic of prenatal or postpartum, I researched a lot before making this incredibly personal and big decision. Also, my midwives assured me that because I had a healthy and low-risk pregnancy up until that point, and there were no health concerns or issues in my pregnancy, I was a good candidate for having a home birth. With that clearance from my midwives, we got our house ready to have our baby at home. Just a few weeks later, at about 2.45 a.m., I woke up to what felt like contractions. Since I wasn't sure, I decided to lay down and see if it would go away, thinking they might be Braxton Hicks. It didn't go away. In fact, it got way worse. So I propped myself up on the side of the bed, got my phone out, and started timing my contractions. At that point, I didn't wake my husband up because I had no idea how long that stage was going to last. So I just texted my midwife, kept breathing deeply, and walked around a bit. And by that point, my contractions were about 10 to 12 minutes apart. At about 4 a.m., my contractions were picking up to 8 minutes apart consistently. 
It was happening. I was in the full swing of labor. My water hadn't broke or anything, but it was then that I decided to wake my husband up because at that point, my body was doing things that I needed a little more assistance for. So my sweet husband sprung right up and was helping me with putting pressure on my back, warming up hot packs for my back, and anything else that felt good at the moment to help me through contractions, which, by the way, weren't necessarily painful, but extremely exhausting and just felt like a lot of pressure. It was close to 6 a.m. and Matt decided to call and update the midwives. My water still hadn't broke. One midwife was actually attending another birth so she wouldn't make it, and the other said to call her when contractions were about five minutes apart and she would be on her way. Not even a few minutes later after Matt hung up, contractions sped up to five minutes apart and then three minutes apart. Matt immediately called the midwife back and let her know, and thankfully she was already on the way. But it was Thursday morning and there was bound to be traffic with people getting to work. At that point, my body started to push. Matt called our midwife back and said, my wife can't help but push at this point. What do I do? The midwife suggested that I lay on my back, which slows down labor, and I tried it for a few seconds and it felt awful. So I immediately went on all fours, which felt so much better. Again, my body started to push on its own. He was doing what was natural and it felt amazing. But then I started to feel a gel-like bubble. It didn't feel like her head, so I kind of panicked. We then called the midwife back and let her know and she said, that's a water sack, don't touch it, just leave it alone, keep breathing and try not to push. I tried really, really hard to take her advice and it took everything in me to not push and I just kept breathing deep, deep breaths. At 7.30, my midwife finally arrived. I immediately got on the bed and pushed for a total of 18 minutes and our healthy baby girl, Sienna, was born at 7.58 on September 28, 2017. I was in active labor for an hour and just under six hours from start to finish. Later, I learned that the midwife broke my water sack as Sienna's head was being delivered, which means she was in call with her head still encased in the water sack. It's totally safe, but very rare. Only happens to about one in 80,000 births. Also, during one of my home visit checkups, I heard that the midwife who delivered Sienna, who is also Christian, said she felt the presence of God in the room during the birth. Hearing that gave me chills and so much joy all at the same time. God is amazing and he shows up in so many miraculous ways. I think the big lesson here is the power of prayer. There is power in prayer, y'all. When we pray, let's remember who we're praying to, a big and awesome, all-powerful God, the one who makes all things possible, even the things we think are too big of an ask or completely impossible, aka a painless birth. (laughs) He makes it possible. So let's pray big prayers and not praying doubtfully, but praying with true belief that he can answer your prayer. I want to leave you with two verses that really encouraged me to keep praying with conviction and belief throughout my pregnancy. Now, I'll be reading from the New Kings James Version, and the first verse is Mark 11, 24, which says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, 
Believe that you receive them and you will have them. Second verse is 1 Thessalonians 5.17, which keeps it very simple in just three words. And it says, pray without ceasing. Mamas, I can't thank you enough for listening to my very personal labor and delivery story. My prayer and hope is that you were encouraged today. If you'd like to connect, find me on Instagram at Valor and Virtue Women and also adding Kirshevitz. If you have any questions or if you want to hear a certain topic, feel free to email valorandvirtuewomen at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Again, thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.